Welcome to Story 101. These snappy little episodes are designed to be your quick reference guide to story theory. So for those days when you need a refresher, you can pop in and give the episode a listen and then get back to writing. My name is Valerie Francis. I'm a writer and literary editor, and I focus on stories by, for, and about women. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about the inciting incident. An inciting incident is pretty much what it says on the tin, actually. (laughs) It's an event that kicks off or incites some action. So since this is the first Story 101 episode, I thought it would be a fitting topic because it's kicking off this whole new set of episodes. To start, I want to back up just a bit and explain the nested nature of stories. Think of Russian dolls, where one doll is nested inside the other, but they all look the same. They're just different sizes. In stories, each of those little dolls are called units of story. And in order of smallest to biggest, they are beat, scene, sequence, act, and then the global story. Each of them has an inciting incident. Now, I'll be honest. When I first learned this, I despaired. (laughs) I really did. I just couldn't wrap my head around it at all. And it it was too much information to take in, and immediately I was overwhelmed. This sense of overwhelm, I think, is the biggest challenge to learning story theory. I wish, I wish I had a magic wand, and I could make that sense of overwhelm go away. But I can't. I can, however, offer a strategy for mitigating it. It's a strategy I use all of the time. It's working for me, so maybe it'll work for you too. And that is to break the concept, whatever story theory concept it is you're trying to learn, break it down into smaller and smaller pieces until you've got something that you can grab a hold of and work with. You do not need to master everything immediately. I promise you, you do not. And we don't need to wait until we've studied a hundred stories until we start using a concept in our writing. What I really want to encourage you to do when you've got that story theory down to a manageable size, start applying it. And bit by bit, you will see an improvement in your storytelling. You really will. For me, my approach was to focus on scenes first. And when I got that clear in my head, I worked at the global story level. So in terms of the inciting incident then, what does that look like? Well, at the global story level, the inciting incident is that moment when the story kicks off. It's the real start of the story and you recognize it when you see it. In fact, you feel it when you're watching a movie or you feel it when you're reading a book. For example, in a love story, it's that moment when the lovers meet. The most important thing to understand about the inciting incident of a story is that it gives rise to the protagonist's object of desire. Let's look at a master detective murder mystery. The inciting incident is the discovery of the dead body. It's not when the crime was committed, it's when the crime is discovered, because it's only then that the protagonist, who is the master detective, wants something. He or she wants to find out who done it, and they go after that with everything they've got. What it also does is plant a question in the reader's mind. And it's this question that the reader reads the whole book to find the answer to. In the case of a murder mystery, 
The reader wants to know who the murderer is. I've mentioned two types of stories that are both plot-driven, love stories and mysteries, because they offer clear examples. But everything that I'm saying applies equally to character-driven stories. Something happens that knocks the protagonist's world out of kilter and incites them to action. So at the story level, the question is posed by the inciting incident, and it's answered by the story's climax. Now let's look at the inciting incident of a scene. A story unfolds scene by scene. In simple terms, that means that the character is going after what they want step by step. At the scene level, the inciting incident does not have to be on the page, believe it or not. It does at the story level, but not at the scene level. Let me give you an example. You might be writing a scene that involves a group of friends at dinner. This is the opening scene to the Netflix series, Grace and Frankie. We see Grace and Frankie sitting in a restaurant waiting for their husbands, Robert and Saul. The inciting incident of that scene is that Robert and Saul invited their wives to supper. Now we don't need to see that on the screen and we wouldn't necessarily need to see it on the page either because it has the potential to just slow down the storytelling issue. So it might become a pacing issue. Now in saying that there are other times and it entirely depends on the story that you're writing, but there are times when it's better to include the invitation on the page. Elmore Leonard said that the key to his writing success was that he didn't write the bits that readers skipped over. Well, in the case of Grace and Frankie, seeing Robert and Saul invite their wives to supper would have been a bit we'd have skipped over. Inciting incidents come in one of two varieties. Either the protagonist initiates the action or someone or something else initiates the action. In other words, the protagonist is either actively inciting the action, whether they mean to or not, or the protagonist is dealing with an event that they had no hand in. So the protagonist is either acting or reacting. One isn't better than the other. It entirely depends on your story. And regardless of which genre you're writing in, you really want to mix up the, the types of inciting incidents so that the reader can't guess what's going to happen. It just keeps it interesting for the reader. The story level inciting incident should be early in your novel because you want to get the story started. The advice on this varies, but one piece that makes sense to me is that the global inciting incident should come in the first five scenes of your story because the longer you delay the start of your story, the more likely it is that you'll lose your reader. In the books that are being published now, more and more, I'm seeing the global inciting incident as the first scene. And it makes sense because it's one of the things that engages a reader and gets them interested in your story. In other words, it's one of the things that hooks your reader. And this is exactly the kind of thing I'm going over in next week's webinar called Hook Your Reader in 10 Pages or Less. I'll also be discussing the exact storytelling elements that need to be in those first 10 pages and when to deliver them because the first 10 pages are not equal. You just can't cram everything into the end. I'll talk about where to start your story and how a reader decides whether or not to turn the page. Of course, I'll also discuss the importance of effective line writing and I'll even talk about what to do if your story has multiple protagonists. The webinar is on February 22nd at 7 p.m. Eastern. A recording will be available for anyone who isn't able to attend live. 
There will be a Facebook group where you can ask me any questions you have. I'm even offering a limited number of first 10 page reviews. So if you want me to give you direct feedback on the opening of your book, now's your chance. And because it's the first time I've ever done a webinar, I'm offering early bird pricing. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day, and I think this is a terrific gift for you to give yourself. To you, from you, with love. <laughs> Come and join us on the Hook Your Reader webinar. I would love to meet you. Go to hookyourreader.com for all the information and for registration. To support the Story Nerd podcast, please keep those ratings and reviews coming and tell your writer friends about us. For access to writing templates and worksheets and more than 70 hours of training, all for free, Subscribe to my inner circle by visiting valeriefrancis.ca slash inner circle and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Valerie underscore Francis. And remember, story theory does not have to be difficult. It's a tool to help you write more, not less. So take it one step at a time and have fun.